You're listening to Not Another Origin Story, the kind book movie podcast. I'm your host, Pogues, and as always, I'm joined by my co-host, Ben Chapman. Pogues, I'm happy to be here. I'm happy to do this podcast. Let's get going. All right, I'll, I'll cover the weather. So today's weather is going to be uh, pretty mild, but there's also going to be some traffic on the 104. Uh, sorry, wait a minute. Um, I think you're thinking of our morning zoo show. Yeah, right, right. I'm sorry. I just, uh, I don't have my sound effects keyboard on me. Can you just I, edit some in right here? I was going to say, you can know you know that it's the wrong one because I didn't make a toilet flush sound when we started. Right, 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 right. Although, could we, can, could we reserve that toilet flush sound for when we do the Batman v Superman film? Because I think I might need it. I can't. <laughs> we'll just, it'll just be one long, continuous flush sound for an hour and 40 what if, minutes. What if, we, yeah, what if it was a 40-minute episode of just the sound of a, a toilet flush? You just go, let me tell you what I think. And it just runs. I wonder how many people would actually listen to the entire thing hoping you came back. Henry Cavill. Yeah, yeah, just. <laughs> oh, boy. That's good radio. All right, well. Um, also, I'm, I'm sure, like, there's here. people who are listening who have no idea what the fuck a morning zoo is. <laughs> uh, that might be, yeah, that might be sharing some information about uh, our how ages. How old I am, yes. Mm-hmm. That I know what a disc jockey is. But, folks, I'm always happy to be here to do these mini-episodes because that means the two of us get to just pal around and pick a movie. So let me go ahead. I'm going to pull the um, I'm gonna pull the lever on the big uh, the big like, lottery ball machine with all the movies on it. Um, this is a huge machine, guys. We did not think this through. This was super expensive, and I, did, I kind of forgot we were doing a podcast, so it really – it's just a lot of loud machinery. Um, so Which I just edit out. Yeah, yeah, I'll just go ahead. Just here's here's a cut point, folks. Just gonna hit a cut point there. Okay. Ow, that is loud, and that gets very hot. That is I, very I'm hot. So glad it's at your house, not mine. Wow, there is. Oh, my cats were just freaking out. All right, well, uh, <clears throat> the machine has spit out uh, a ping pong ball, which will have the film inside of it. I'm so excited. I'm hoping for. Well, it's Shazam. I guess that's fine. I guess it could have been worse. It could have been uh, way worse. I guess we don't know because the, the two of us have uh, not seen this film. That, that um, is true. I've... I don't have numbers to back this up, but I have a gut reaction that I don't think a lot of people saw this film. Was it a, was it a failure? Or was it like no, a success? No, I, I, was... I think it was a reasonable success. You know what? I think it did okay, right? You go ahead and vamp and I'll look up the terrible redesign of Box Office Mojo thanks to IMDb. Ivan to watch Shazam! Is that what you mean by vampire? Yes, that's exactly what I meant. Okay, all right, cool. Well, One, I... ha ha. Uh, <laughs> well, all right, maybe I was wrong. <laughs> According to this, which who even knows anymore? They, <laughs> yeah, who has any idea? I am nothing matters really anymore. Fucked up this box office mojo, but uh, three hundred sixty-four I mean, million worldwide, one hundred and forty million U.S. That's not bad. I mean, it's not great. Cost a hundred million, so it still made money. Not a lot, but enough to probably merit a sequel. And worldwide, that's definitely a good return. Yeah. Um, well, this film is one that I'm actually a little bit interested in doing because um, I have, I have uh, seen this movie everywhere. The trailer didn't like thrill me, but it didn't it didn't infuriate me. You know, it's very odd. This film, uh, I just. I wasn't driven to go see it uh, um, uh, with a lot of passion, and, and neither were any of the people that I know intimately. Um, I just just a few friends happened to see it way later on when it was available streaming. Um, so, I, I, it's funny. I, I I don't have any preconceptions going into it. The only thing that I've um, 
that I know for sure is that uh, the, the reviews are pretty solid. It's got like a 90%. Um, yeah, um, I think it was very well received. It's got a 90% on Rotten Tomatoes, and this is interesting, an 83% for the audience score. It's rare those two numbers line up anymore. It's really often the opposite happens. Yeah, anymore it feels like one's high, one's terrible. I mean, the Star Wars films are a great indication because critics like The Last Jedi, fans hated it, and the inverse happened with the latest film, where, where critics slammed it, like, lower than some of the prequels. And, yeah, which we don't need which to go it, into how insane that is. I would have to agree with you, but we I mean, cannot it's not, discuss it's that. It's not a great movie, but it's <laughs> It's certainly far. not that bad. I agree. Um, so Shazam did pretty well, uh, and there's this great video that I wanted to recommend before we talk about the uh, well, anything else, but... Um, there is a YouTube channel um, called uh, Pony Smasher. Pony Smasher, thank you. I left uh, the called, video open. Thank you. Uh, a call, for, called Pony Smasher, which is actually the channel of the director of Shazam. Uh, he has done a lot of short films, some horror films. He's done in a couple other things with like the Annabelle movies or whatever. Um, but he wrote uh, a couple of interesting, really entertaining videos about the movie-making process, specifically about Shazam, about how um, they worked really hard to edit out, like, you know, crew guys for these blue screen uh, scenes where uh, Shazam is flying, and they made silly mistakes about leaving crew in the shot that they had to, like, change into, like, uh, just random background, you know, uh, shoppers. It's, it's, it's pretty funny to watch how simple, small mistakes can happen that lead to scenes being... Uh, seeming awkward or, or unreal because people don't react to certain things. It's, it's it's a very interesting clip, and I highly recommend checking out. It's only about four minutes long, which is about ten times shorter than our standard uh, episode. So you know <laughs> you have no you have no excuse. <laughs> Unless you like really hate YouTube, I don't know. But it's interesting that this movie I I didn't catch on till recently, but um, it looks kind of like uh, DC followed the Marvel. Um, the Marvel path because the director David S. Sandberg has only got um, a bunch of small uh, uh, shorts and short films on YouTube. Um, some of them horror, some of them comedy. Uh, just like many of the Marvel directors that we see that take on big roles, like uh, the, the Far From Home, uh, or, or sorry, uh, Homecoming, Spider-Man: Homecoming, and 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 Taiki Waititi's got a pretty short filmography. Most of it. Most of it kind of Wes Anderson fun, funny, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. light films. Um, so it's interesting that they took the same route and got similar results, where because it was so much less grisly, dark, and overwritten, people seemed to find it charming. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It'll be interesting to see. I hope it's charming. I, I, I heard a few people say it was decent. Yeah. But uh, the trailers did like nothing uh, for me which is not like you know any sort of like commentary i i don't really care about shazam as a character he falls under to me like the superman like the guy who's almost impervious to harm so what's the point right you know uh it doesn't really it just doesn't have much enjoyment for me so i don't know we'll have to see with this movie and i'm sorry i'm still caught up in saying did you say this guy directed annabelle uh he directed yeah, like the sequel, Annabelle Creation, like the prequel. You're talking about the terrible horror films. Yeah, yeah, it's a, it's a, it's a straight bad movie, yeah. What the fuck? <laughs> I'm sorry, that actually threw me off. That's my yeah, why I really didn't talk weird. for a few minutes, because I was like, wait, what? It's part of that really weird, like, 
movie universe they like fucking made with like The Conjuring and yeah, Insidious just... and that Nun movie. It's like they made a weird, a weird like uh, they took one decent, pretty okay, pretty good horror movie. I actually like The Conjuring and turn it into like a sequence of super boring films that are all just a variety of like people in black makeup like black eye makeup just screaming at the camera <laughs> like it's, yeah yeah and they just become like dumber and dumber and then like it's just like each time it's just like a new way for a person's head to come off i just like you were talking and you said that and i i kind of zoned out for a second because i was like that can't be right he has to have made that up that's Okay, that's really good. That's really gonna color this movie. Sorry for me. to really shock you with that. Yeah, well, I, I don't even know how to like. That's just weird. <laughs> Sorry that that's really caught me off guard. Uh, this is what you get in a mini episode: is no research by me and just a, <laughs> me completely losing it when I find out a guy made a, a not good horror film. Well, one of the articles that I pulled up here actually did confirm. Yeah, three hundred sixty-four million uh, worldwide on a uh, hundred million budget. So, yeah, not like a not like a not like a breakthrough success. Not going to hit the top of the charts or anything, but not a failure by any. Yeah, by yeah. Any I mean, that's definitely a money maker, and I think uh, it was DC was probably excited because they had been you know they had been sinking a lot of money into movies that were getting pretty trounced. Yeah, so for I sure. think they were probably excited to have a a movie that critically was liked and fans liked it too. Because I yeah, that's that's supposed the dream, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it, especially for them, I'm sure they were just like, "Who gives a shit if it makes money? It can make five dollars right. for all I give a shit." You know, like whatever. We just want to have like our name and the like trades not being like, "Man, DC keeps shitting these out." So, well, um. The, the same crew, the same writer, and the same director, uh, and, and, and I think much of the same production team are coming back to do a sequel, which is going to come out in, I guess, 2022, I'm reading. Wow, um, that's a, that seems like a long time for it one It seems like a far away way for a movie. Yeah, it does. But it's interesting because uh, the film, which obviously there's no details on it yet, of course there wouldn't be, um, is, is going to come out shortly after a... Uh, Black Adam, uh, the Dwayne Johnson film that I don't get still because apparently he's playing a villain. I mean, we talked about it before we started recording. You know, Black Adam like was a good guy and then was in, became corrupted in ancient Egypt. In ancient Egypt, <laughs> but what's the plan here? <laughs> yeah, I, when they announced this, I was like, wait, wait hold what? on, pokes, pokes, pokes. Are we getting the Scorpion King back? I is think so. Dwayne? This is the sequel we've all is wanted. <laughs> Coming back into the Scorpion King, my man. Finally, all this Scorpion King merchandise that I've got piled in my office is finally going to be valuable. Because let me tell you, this office is cramped. Between the steam-operated pneumatic uh, lottery ball machine and all this Scorpion King merch, I mean, I'm drowning in here, folks. I need to unload some of this stuff. Thank God that I'll now be able to, you know, you'll be able to sell those... uh scorpion king uh with just the rock's head on a scorpion's body that because that was uh-huh. one of the best special effects in cinema i would be psyched if it was just like you get there and they're just like we're just kidding it's this it's the scorpion king and you're just like you oh, back- ballsy a backdoor scorpion king son of a yes. bitch oh i love it like the whole plot of black adam is happening in the background of a, of a scorpion king movie that would be great. Like in the background, you see him like punching people through the sphinx. Meanwhile, like the, stor- the scorpion king is making a deal with Anubis. 
Oh man, I love those mummy movies. They're really bad. <laughs> yeah. Let's change the podcast. Can we just do those? <laughs> oh, I own all of them for some unknown reason because they get progressively worse. <laughs> oh, they sure they certainly do. Uh, yeah. So, I, I yeah, we were talking. It just seems like such an odd move because here's the thing: like the Joker movie, I thought was an odd move when we talked about. It, I think on the podcast where I'm like, the Joker's interesting because him and Batman are like the same person. If you remove Batman, you've just made a movie about a mass murder, which is not like particularly interesting because he's not a like it's not like you're even like doing like oh the Zodiac killer that that guy like let's talk about that. But like the Joker is at least. A famous villain like probably one of the most famous villains in comic books i don't know if anybody outside of comic like fans of comic books and this like specifically fans of dc have any clue who the fuck black adam is he's not like he's you're like oh the big five from dc you know you got lex luther you've got you know the joker i don't know who the fuck fight talk man uh a stick <laughs> breeze or an airplane engine i don't know uh martian manhunters is just fire in general yeah like a not like a living fire he's just real scared of fire and then black adam yeah we have to deal with the fact that a lot of uh, a lot of heroes have shit villains it's kind of a problem with a couple of them (laughs) yeah because like one of the big problems with dc is a lot of their characters were created like in the 40s and 50s where like you needed a villain oh well there's the flash who should his villain be a guy who's the same thing as the Flash, but wears a black costume. <laughs> or just like, the vi- what? Or just villains were just like uh, uh, personifications of things they were into in yes. like the forties and fifties. Like ah, his <laughs> his 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 enemy is Wizardino, a magician who does sl- sleights of hand. Oh, I shit. mean, yeah. <laughs> like if you look at if you look at like the full <laughs> Batman's rogue gallery, you start really questioning like why you're like when people are like Batman has the best villains. I'm like really dig deep. And find out that well, like, bottoms out real quick when you get to, like, Calendar yeah, Man, had... but not as a bit. Like, a dude who's just <laughs> really into holidays. Yeah, we had this problem with, uh, on the last episode, The Incredible Hulk, which you should go listen to. Um, in which we're talking about how, like, the Hulk, specifically the Hulk alone, doesn't have a lot of great villains, right? Like, he's no, got... They're usually just versions of the Hulk. Well, yeah, when he's part of, like, team-ups or whatever, sure. But, like, when it's just Hulk, Hulk yeah, it's just Grey Hulk, Scale Hulk, you know? Smartish Hulk. <laughs> I know Grey Hulk is, in a, is one of his villains. I know. The, you, um, know who, you know, his like his big villain was for a while, Red Hulk. Not a joke. It was just yep. the Hulk, but he was red. <laughs> I mean, can you imagine that pitch meeting? <laughs> yeah, and nobody was like, "This is fucking stupid." Like, I mean, and it was actually Thunderbolt Ross. Spoilies, <laughs> uh, if you if you're reading that series twelve years after it came out. Uh, but yeah, like just so crazy that somebody was like, "We need a new villain." They're like, what if he was the Hulk? But he was red. <laughs> was like, huh? Because red is the anger color. And he's like, that's what you're yeah. bringing me? And they're like, yeah. Yeah. So if red's the anger color, is the regular Hulk just greedy? Like, what He's jealous. Saying? He's green. Oh, he's jealous. Envy, yeah, that's right. That's why he's He's always like, ooh, I wish I was the red Hulk. He's scarier. <laughs> why can't Hulk have Joker character archetype? <laughs> I could fight a psychopath. <laughs> I'll kill quicker than Batman. <laughs> yeah, so I, I like it is just weird, and like also too such a bizarre movie to be like we're gonna bring in arguably the biggest movie star currently. You know what I mean? Like the it's not like they just cast my Ram. It's like let's get the Rock and then cast him as the villain in a movie, which I guess is what they did in Scorpion King. He shouldn't go yeah. back to he should be movies where he's uh, 
in he's Egypt because he's always the villain there. He, yeah, and, and and just like the Scorpion King, the title villain. Why do we want that? Yeah, it's so like I I guess the story will maybe be about him being a good guy, and then eventually he'll fall. For I mean, grace is it like the Joker where we're supposed to like go along for the ride of someone's descent? But I don't get it. Yeah, his descent is not particularly interesting. Look, folks, he's just none like, of this matters because we're pivoting this podcast away from comic books and focus on the, the mummy films. So yeah, we're gonna we're gonna watch five minutes of we're gonna do that. What, what is it? The Star Wars minute, you know, where they watched all the Star Wars movies one minute at a time and did full podcast about each minute. We're gonna do that, but with the mummy. Yeah, yeah. Uh, mummy we're just gonna minute. do our. No, it's just gonna be our fan podcast about Rachel Vice. Mm-hmm. Rachel Vice is my Rachel Vice. Uh, and we're gonna we're gonna cover that in our other podcast. So just tune in for that one. Well, yeah, tune in. You won't be able to leave because we'll have you in a white script. It's just I can't do it. 